Well, hello there, and welcome to episode four of season nine of the Simplify and Multiply show. And today I'm going to have a repeat guest, Ms. Andy Lyons. And I originally talked to Andy back in season six, which was about how mindset shapes your business. And we had such a good time, and she has so much to contribute that I wanted to have her back for this topic, which is all about bravely making your business 1,000% you. Because you see, Andy works with a lot of startup entrepreneurs, and there's a different mentality that she works with as these people are starting their businesses and living their visions. And so I want to have a really good conversation with her about what are they doing to remain authentic and use their authenticity and their 1,000% you to create a business that they truly love. So let's go ahead and talk with Andy. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. Hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Andy, 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 welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. I'm so happy to have you back here again, three seasons later. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for inviting me back. I love our conversations. They are pure deliciousness. They are. They are. So in this particular conversation, what I've already kind of acquainted you with, it's all about bravely making your business 1000% you. And the conversations I want to have in this particular season are really to explore and unpack what that is. And it's not just branding, you know, it's not just about, I think that personal branding is probably the top level. And, you know, it's so funny because I just read Jessica's Weig's um, Simply Be, which is all about personal branding. And she's basically codified how to do that. And she's written a wonderful book and that's what she does in her agency. And, the, the very cool thing about what she's doing is she's distinguishing personal brand. And I always used to think personal brand was more for, you know, like people who had a professional career and they just wanted to make sure that they had a professional brand and a personal brand for themselves. So when they move from job to job, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's really how it first got kind of exposed or talked about was around that, you know, you have to protect your personal brand, like your identity. But Being a solopreneur is a whole different (laughs) Pandora's box. And I believe that the more we are allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, to to let our spark out, uh, the more we're going to attract the the people who are looking for someone just like us. So that's really the essence of, of why I wanted to theme a season around this. And in talking to my guests like you, I want to explore how you've seen that with guests on your show, Startup Life Live, which is an amazing show, listener. If you need to go and subscribe, Andy produces this amazing show where she interviews some of the coolest people, founders out there that are starting their business, running their business, growing their business. And she does this twice a week. 
and it's everywhere. you got to check it out. I will have lots of links in the show notes for you. So, Andy, I'm going to be quiet now and just kind of let you get started talking about, let's talk about your show and how, you know, how you kind of, because you were doing other things. You were doing right. Andylicious. And then last year, about a year ago, you were like, okay, this is it. And this is all I want to do. So tell me about that. Well, can I just back up for just a second? Because you brought up a really good point about the personal brand. And my best experience around that was back in 2011 when I launched a business called Bring Back Desire, which was a tasteful, playful website to help long-term couples stay tuned in and turned on and avoid becoming roommates. And I had so many of my women colleagues, professional colleagues said, you're going to ruin your entire career, everything you've done by doing this. Because I was talking about sex. Wow, that's really interesting. And so, and it was my first time ever really going online, okay? <laughs> and so I have, on the one hand, I'd have Bring Back Desire, brand, tasteful, playful, fun. I mean, it was, I laughed every day. But then I had to still stay with my own brand, Andy Lyons, and to juggle that on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn was fascinating. And I really learned how to differentiate myself from my business so that I still was able to show up the professional woman that I am, experienced, four times founder, uh, and yet still also interview live on Google Hangout live shows people who were in the industry talking about intimacy and do the podcast after dark, <laughs> loving and lasting, mm -hmm. and yet still keep this brand. So I just want to put that out. Just you know, Sometimes you do have to have that differentiator. Um, but when I moved into becoming, quote, a startup coach, I knew then, too, that I needed to differentiate myself from all the other, quote, startup coaches out there. And part, the most common feedback that I get from folks, Terry, is, oh, my God, Andy, I love your energy. And it was someone on Twitter that coined Andylicious. She started oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Me, Andylicious. <laughs> I and thought I was that was like, all you, baby. <laughs> I'm owning this. And so, and I tell people Andylicious advice is, core, really hardcore, hard-earned business experience, tools, resources, cushioned in joy and enthusiasm. So that brings us around to about, you know, a good five or five or six years doing this coaching startup, trying to find my sweet spot in that. And yes, I was good at coaching, but I have to tell you, um, I didn't enjoy it because I really am a CEO which means I like to hover and have that nice overview. I'm a real owner, business owner. And coaching for me felt like I was getting too into the weeds. So CEOs and owners tend to want to carry the vision. They understand all the parts and pieces of the business, but they, a good owner is always going to be looking down on the business and seeing who needs to be uplifted, who needs to be moved on the chessboard, bringing in great talent, bringing in great investors, bringing in great customers. It's a whole different role. So coaching, while I knew all the parts and pieces of a business and could, as a generalist, help a lot of founders as they started their businesses, 
it wasn't in my sweet spot because my sweet spot is enhancing. So, you know, part of being a good leader is being able to see what the light in someone else and see what they do well and cheer them on and go and champion them, whether it's accounts receivable, product development, whatever they're doing for you in your business. So when COVID hit, um, I had stopped doing any live shows for a couple of years. The technology just was unstable. Google Plus went down. Blab was a disaster. And I got older. So I, you know, looking at myself on video <laughs> became a little harder. And uh, I think I was harder on myself than people looking at me. And also I, I had expectations and uh, of myself that were unreasonable at this mm. stage, which was I want to be able to get on and impart really good information to folks. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't do that extemporaneously anymore. <laughs> and so when I did my first video, I remember saying to folks, look, I'm coming back. But you got to know, you're going to see me reading things because I can't memorize. I can't just always call this stuff off the top of my head. Yeah. And I need to be gentle with myself around this and, and cut myself some slack. Because if I compare myself to people who are brilliant at that, I won't stop doing this. Yeah. So, yeah. and very common. Yeah. And, and also, video is a great way for me to bring the Andylicious energy. So, I say all of that background information just to lead up to the point where I started the show. Of course, I, I love talking to people. I had a monthly pitch, I have a monthly pitch event in Boston. So I was used right. to seeing people and going around to other events. And I knew that for my well-being, I needed to still stay connected and still needed to uplift others. And so I started Startup Life live initially just once a week, just to try it out. And I did my first episode. And I remember saying to my friend Eric, okay, I don't know. That was a lot. <laughs> Maybe. And he goes, oh, do one more. I go, okay, I'll do one more. And then it was like, okay, I'll do one more. And then I'll do one more. And I had some really great guests that I knew and I was able to reach out and bring in and sort of get going with. And then we had um, the George Floyd murder happen. And I was part of a group filled. I was one of four black uh, whites in a group of 70 plus people of color. And I really felt deeply what they had gone through. And I also knew as a woman founder, you there's just the amplification just isn't there. They pick a few yeah. handful of stars and that's it. And whether it's Startup Grind or Founder Institute or any of the you know famous podcasts that are out there, you're not seeing the amplification of everyday founders. Yeah. And so July 1st, I said, I'm going into this now big time to amplify female BIPOC, LGBTQ, and other abled vo founder voices. And the reason that this became pure joy for me is because nothing makes me happier than putting a spotlight on someone. And you know, I know this is all about how do you be 100% you I didn't know this was 100% me until I was actually doing it. Mm. And so sometimes in life, you've got to pull on threads and feel them out to find Agreed. what it is that you are 1,000% in alignment with. Um, and it just became grace and ease. I mean, trust mm. me, imagine putting on a live event anywhere twice a week, getting people in the seats. Mm -hmm. What? 
what? Um, you can easily just say, oh, no. But I love it so much. And I would say 95% of my guests have such a great experience. And anybody who shows up has a great experience. So it's been working really, really well. There are some challenges that, you know, problems I need to solve. But gosh, I'm a typical founder. I love solving problems. But to be able to get up every day and just go, wow, this is so much fun. All these parts and pieces I need to figure out. But I'll get there. Mm, that's lovely. And and I appreciate you the providing the backstory because it did it did help clarify some things that I didn't even know about you, um, which is really great. And I loved when you said, I'm an enhancer. It's my core value. I just, I think that that is just so fresh and it really is you. Yeah, I can be at the grocery store. I will notice something about somebody. (laughs) It pops out. I go, oh my gosh, look at that. And they're like, thank you. Or (laughs) someone will say something and I will hone right in on it and see it. it. it just makes me very, very, it makes me happy to see their light behind the shade. You know, we all have our little lampshades on that we use to sometimes hide behind, right? And um, I like pulling that up. And, you know, founders need it. Founders are really doing something that's so hard, mm-hmm. which is to take an idea, give it a name, do all the legal things they need to do around that idea, test it out, get rejected, have people either love it or hate it, you know, and and then make one mistake after another because there is no school called how to be a founder. It's just like being a parent, you know, you don't know until you birth that kid or, you know, get that dog or that cat in your home, what it's going to be like. You Mm -hmm. just, nothing can prepare you. Same thing with, um, a business and there's no cushion. You you can be working, but it st- still doesn't mean that that business is going to take off. So it it brings me such joy to champion another founder because I have, as a four time founder myself, I had a dot com VC backed. I had a food manufacturing business for years that was angel backed, and a few other businesses that were charming personality backed. And I have to tell you, you know, I know what keeps them up at night. And I know the um, the incredibly stressful times, but at the same time, exhilarating mm-hmm. that a founder goes through. So the opportunity to showcase that and have a platform for other first-time founders who are thinking about it or going through it so they don't feel so isolated when they hear a founder who maybe has been at it for two to five years, what they've been going through, they go, oh, I'm not alone. Yay. Mm-hmm. So, or they get an aha moment because we talk about, I go, how'd you figure that out? How'd you prove that? How did, so all of a sudden, you know, you're listening and you're going, oh my gosh, I can do that. Okay. I'm, and off they go. Right. So it, it's just lovely. It, it's, it's like being a catalyst, right? So yeah. you have these different forces that you're bringing together. It's lovely. And it suits my CEO need because, you know, my owner need, my, you know, versus being in the weeds with mm-hmm. with folks and holding their hands through the process of, you know, which good coaches do. Um, there's this leadership component to it that's really important to who I be. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. 
You know, if you'd like to stop doing what you don't want to do anymore and do more soul connecting work that only you can do, it's time to take action. You know, being more you is not just building a personal brand. It's also not showing everything you're doing every minute of every day to whoever will follow you. What today's more human marketplace wants is the real you. They want what only you can deliver in the unique way you deliver it. So don't sell yourself short. Give your audience the connection and the solutions they're longing for. And here's how. When you sign up for my free Pappy Club journal, every Monday I'll show you how to simplify your marketing, boost your personal brand, and bravely be 1000% you so you can attract your ideal clients and get the engagements you love to deliver. Go to tpappy.com and sign up to get inspiring audio, video, and written content I personally curate just for you. Let's simplify your world and show your 1000%. Sign up at tpappy.com and I'll see you next Monday in the Pappy Club Journal. So when you were talking about earlier about how you had to distinguish your personal brand versus the intimacy project that you were working on. Where, how do I want to say this? I guess what I'm trying to get to is, has Andy Lyons become the Startup Life Live? In other words, is that really a true reflection of a hundred, a thousand, you got me saying a hundred percent now, (laughs) a thousand percent you. Because, you know, you're getting so much joy and fulfillment, not to say that you didn't get it from the other project, but this is where you're at now. So obviously it's it's front and center. Well, and uh, I've been waiting my whole life for this to happen. You know, sometimes technology just isn't where you want it to be. I mean, I couldn't <laughs> have done this in 1992. Yeah, of course not. Or 2005. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where it is now. And it's timing. And life can be about divine timing. And also for this stage in my life, I really wasn't about the big hustle. Let's really build a team, build out a company, build out revenue, build out, mm -mm. At this stage in my life, I wanted something that I woke up and felt really on purpose about, that made my heart sing with joy, that I could make a difference in folks' lives while delighting myself Mm -hmm. and earn money at too. Mm-hmm. So, but have it be at a pace where I didn't need to jump out of bed and go 90 miles an hour until I fell back into bed. Been there, I'm, done that. I'm with you on that. <laughs> and if you've founded four companies, then you know that that's oh, for earlier, younger years than it is for our... <laughs> oh, yeah. With my dot com, we launched our the dot com when I was nursing the six-month-old and chasing after the three-year-old. And we had $8 million in VC behind us. It and grew to 100 employees. I know what that looks and feels like. I have plenty of energy for that. <laughs> you imagine doing that today? <laughs> it makes you cry. I like to get up. I like coffee in bed, journaling, reading, and then maybe going for a walk. Boom. And then I like to be done by a certain point. And then if I want to work any more than that, great. Mm-hmm. So that's a choice. But you know, you're right. With a personal brand, with the Startup Life live show, my job in branding that is certainly learning how to showcase myself as the host, which is if anybody has to go out into the limelight, you know what you're going to, limiting beliefs you're going to come up against around that. 
Um, but at the same time, I want the brand promise to be this experience where founders can go and get nurtured. They can get a, an experience of uh, tools and resources and companionship and mm -hmm. and learn from other founders, learn from ex uh, experts and learn from investors that I have on, VCs that I have on, but also see representation so that you're not looking at what uh, we see so often in the media as to what founders look like or what kind of sacrifices they make. And, it, you know, if you are launching something that you know will be the next fill in the blank, then yes, you've got it. It's heads down for three years, minimum. That's okay. That's, you know, floating that person's boat. And I get guests on that are about that, that are very clear in their offer letters to their employees, new, new talent that they're bringing on. Turn back now if this is not a fit for you, because this is what we're doing. Because we will be going IPO. We will be doing global domination. And if that's not what you're up for, get it. That's great. I love that for you, but don't come here. So let's talk about you being brave and sharing more of you through the show. And like you're you're being very open on this conversation because you know I won't let you do anything otherwise. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all about getting real here on the Simplify. Oh, I've got a lot to say about that. So let's talk about that. Let's unpack yeah. that for you. You know, what are some of the things like... You already touched on the personal branding. You touched on how you like your day to go, which I believe is part of making your business 1,000% you. That's right? right. The way, the functioning, you know, hour by hour of <laughs> things that you do. Like, you know, I have a bunch of things I enjoy. Like, I love taking my dog for a walk, you know, just around the neighborhood throughout the day because it gets me out in front of the, you know, away from the computer and out into yep. light. <laughs> so good. Yeah, just little things like that. We have the freedom to do that. Now... What are some other things that you would really like to stretch yourself to be more you? Because I want more Andy-licious. <laughs> well, let me just say to anyone listening, when you go live on video, you hit that live key, there's no going back. <laughs> Anything that happens is what's going to be, and you've got to really learn how. I mean, I've, had, I've been scared. I've had like, uh-oh. You have to understand, I started doing live back in 2012, so I've made a lot of dumb mistakes and, and been really bad. Um, and then restarting mm -hmm. in April of 2020, again, there was a stiffness, an opening, trying, you know, trying to present a professional front, trying to, you know, and reach who I'm talking to in a meaningful way. It took quite a few episodes for me to get cash, you mm. know, just be like, yeah. hey, how are you? And I have a good friend who's brilliant at being relatable live, Mia Voss. And she is someone I, you know, I just admire so much in her ability to just be completely transparent in who she is. Folks, that takes practice. And it depends on your lived experience. It depends on what you've processed in life and who you are. But trust me, you're not alone in anything that you're doing where you're trying to shine and it sounds scary and fearful and the judgments are going to happen, which is 
you know, why I keep the Andelicious brand out there. That way I know that I'm doing a good job filtering on people who go, what, Andelicious? That's stupid. Who calls themselves that? You know, then they're going to move right along and mm-hmm. I'm going to attract people who are going to want that. Um, but still, you're, it's you know, to bring more of myself each time is to get more and more relaxed as a host and be able to talk about, um, you know, whatever is really what I'm feeling, but also holding the space for my guest to share. I was laughing with my husband. There's a scene in Jerry Maguire, the movie, where uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is getting interviewed by this guy in ESPN that he makes everybody cry every time. And Cuba Gooding's like, nope, not going to cry. And then he gets on there and he starts crying. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I want my, my audience to feel comfortable and I want my guests to feel comfortable that they are safe. This is a safe zone. It's not about uh, gl- the gl- um, glorification of entrepreneurship. It's about the real stories. It's about you know what we do as we crawl through this and feel so inadequate. It's not if you feel inadequate. It's when you feel inadequate. How are you getting through this? And I think that can be in a corporation as well as having your own gig. There's so much room for inadequacy. It's how long do you hang out there and how quickly can you move through that feeling (laughs) of inadequacy? So for me, um, and and then the biggest challenge, as anybody can imagine, if you've ever had to put on a a live event just at the local hotel, right, In, in a ballroom, and you're trying to get 20 people into seats, you know, I mean, it's like, how do you, how do you drum up that business, you know, and how do you get people to come back again and again? It's an interesting challenge. And it, it does require, you know, again, that vulnerability of when you're going live, because on the Startup Life live show, I don't just go live on Facebook. I'm live on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, hey, you're, Periscope. You're well, you're doing it smart. You're creating a product, Andy. And, you know, you want to get it out there to as many people as you can, and and you're seeing the results of that, right? So that's a smart business move. But what I'm trying to get to the heart of is, I think that, and I'll just be perfectly honest here, your show is fabulous from the standpoint of really, like, I'll go back to enhancing, you know, you're giving, like, everything you just said, creating space for your guest, making sure they have ample opportunity to strut their stuff, if you will, and share their expertise and knowledge, you really are showcasing them. And it's almost like you're doing a very in-depth, elaborate bio in a way for them. And we were, we were for my listener, we were laughing, you know, online about how Andy loves to go in and, and really just kind of like expand on the bios that she gets from some of her guests and how she enjoys doing that because she really wants to create a, a thick and juicy experience. Um, for for anyone who's uh, jumping on the show notes page. But Andy, what I wanted to talk to you about is like, what I've experienced in my this year, I was I'm fully committed to just like being raw and ragged, because I've always and I've talked about this on prior Simplify episodes, where I've always been the operator behind the curtain doing all the work, right? And then here you go. Good luck with that. I'll support you, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, coming out from that and being more visible 
And that's been a really challenging thing for me because I my conditioning was always children should be seen and not heard. So I was always one that shied away. And I have a very, um, it's so hard to describe your own personality, mm-hmm. but I have a very loving, open, fun personality. And this show has helped me birth it even more nice. visibly. I love and, it. And I love it for that. And that's why I, I will keep doing this show or some form of this show uh, for a long time. But actually sitting down and writing and talking about my weaknesses, my failures, my mistakes, my learnings has been really challenging. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, obviously working in corporate for 30 plus years and then going out on my own for 15 now, 16 now, I still have kind of that professional mentality. It's like we're in business and we have to be professional and there's a certain way to do things. And I don't know where Richard Nixon just came from, but <laughs> <laughs> but, but as, I, as I was starting to kind of peel back these layers and expose my heart and my soft underbelly more... I was really confronted with this idea that I have a business, I have to be perceived as professional, an expert, together, reliable, capable, you know, all of these words, right? And I felt that by being more human, by being more Terry, right? My Mm -hmm. irreverent, fun, swearing, snorting on, you know, (laughs) video self, was going to turn off the quote-unquote professional buyer because, you know, I'm in a business, right? I, I have to sell. And and let me tell you what, it I'm still in the throes of this. And it's not a struggle. It's it's a strengthening, you know? Of, it's almost yeah. like strengthening that, that little girl inside that wants to come sure. out and play and taking the adult and just saying, go sit over there. <laughs> Well, and that's see, what I'm talking about with, yeah, with so, for you. Yeah, so for me, I've always been silly. I mean, I have been, I was in high school, I was voted class individual. But you have to understand, too, I grew up in a family, uh, the daughter of two narcissists. So getting attention is life-threatening. That was on an end in a what I would call a very waspy home, old Yankee home. So getting attention was unacceptable and, frankly, life-threatening. And it was always hard to manage that. Mm. My natural, enthusiastic, funny personality with what I was supposed to, as you were saying, that almost corporate in demeanor. Right. It <laughs> and, is. And and for think, my listener, Andy Hepburn. just kind of, she just sat up a little straighter and kind of got all professional looking as she was saying that. It's funny, her whole energy shifted. And yeah. I was like, oh, I so get that. <laughs> so, you know, that's always been my duality is mm. managing that. So for me to have the light shine on me, it's it's a real struggle. And so, but at the same time, you know, I, being silly and playful, that's gotten me, you know, kicked out of many a corporate environment too because of the culture you see. But what I learned from one of my guests this week, Terry, was that people are attracted to people. Yes, exactly. That's my point. Ah! So, you know, when you That's can exactly up- where I was getting. It's like the more real you are, yeah. the more the right people will be like, wow, I want to yes. vibe and hang out with yes. that person. Yes. And I see it with my guests. I see how 
some kind of look at me a little like, I don't know. But then we get into the interview and at the end, I mean, they're not crying like the Koopa, you know, Jerry Maguire story, (laughs) but they're like, wow, that was an incredible experience. But so as far as continuing, you know, it is an ongoing process being comfortable Mm -hmm. with who you be when you are also in a professional buy Mm -hmm. moment. And when I, you know, get the right sponsors, aligned sponsors in, it'll be because they want to be part of the vibe of the Startup Life live show. I have no business talking about, quote, startup success. I do not have a successful exit on any of my businesses. I do not have the traditional raise this money, grew to this point, exited, and got a whole chunk of money. What I did have success at was launching, branding, and building businesses that attracted investors that had the potential, that had a really good run. My food business, I scaled in less than two years nationally, and it was phenomenal. But if you base it on all the, quote, traditional success, and I am surrounded by startup, quote, champions or mentors or investors who have that, okay, Mm -hmm. Um, I could easily crawl away and say, who am I? to talk about this. But that's not the perspective I'm bringing. My perspective is understanding the journey and getting people to talk about it and highlighting and enhancing not just the founder or members of the audience, but the opportunity and the moments for learning, for finding new ways of moving your business forward and connecting those dots. And so along with the andeliciousness, my vibration, and my core value of enhancing, my ability to connect dots is very, very strong and really turns me on as well. Mm-hmm. And so that combined with bringing an entertainment value mm-hmm. to my show because I have an entertainment vibe. And so, you know, pulling all of that together is why this has become such a sweet experience for me. And I can't believe that at this age and stage in my life, I'm getting to do this. And you know what? Ageism, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm over 60 and I'm just, that's just not going to stop me. Well, you know, Andy, I am, I am so looking forward to seeing this evolve more. And I'm going to continue to poke at you to be more Andy and more relaxed about who you are and letting your light shine just as brightly as you shine on your guests and everything you're doing, because Thank what you're you. doing is a wonderful thing. Thank you. And, uh, and you're, you're definitely in your wheelhouse doing something you love. And I love that you recognize that. It's like, I did this. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and folks, there's a, you know, how to brag about yourself. Like, this is the biggest thing we've had to learn online. You have to learn how to do it, of course, in a corporation, certainly, so that you are recognized for who you are, but it will always, especially for women indoctrinated over the last, Mm -hmm. you know, 40, 50 years, very, very hard to do. Yeah. And so that is an evolution and wow. Um, it's, and again, childhood to narcissists, you know, the last thing you want to do is get attention on you. So it's much easier (laughs) to put it on someone else, Mm -hmm. but yes, that is what I'll grow into. And you're right. It would be fun to watch how it evolves over the next 12 months. Of course. Well, I love you to pieces and I'm so glad that you were here again. (laughs) Thank you for having me back to talk about this important topic, which is being brave enough to be who you be. And to have a business 
to act as a vehicle to allow all that makes you magical and unique full out expression into the world. folks full expression Absolutely. and it can evolve over types of businesses too yeah for sure i mean i think that that's the challenge of the new solopreneur is to really find out what they're up to and not try to fit into all these other molds right. which is honestly what i did in my business for a long time because it's yeah. socially and, accepted and don't let people get you caught up in what you need to earn you know Gary Vee recently said, I'd rather be happy in a Toyota than crying miserably in a Ferrari. Really think about the number that makes you happy. Do not let someone else tell you what you need to earn every year. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And that's definitely my philosophy. <laughs> oh, Andy, it was such a pleasure. And Thank I you. wish you well. And thanks again for being here Thank on you, Simplify Terry, and Multiply. Me. Thank you so much, everyone. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.